Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What was your Bond film again? No Time to Die Tomorrow? You'll, you'll Never Die Tomorrow, I think that was it. Maybe? It does sound a bit like a Scousers version of a, of a <laughs> <Yeah>. Bond movie. <laughs> and what would that yeah. sound like on you? You'll Never Die Tomorrow. No, I can't do it. Scouser, <laughs> Scouser, okay, come on. Uh, you'll Never Die Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow, you'll never t- <laughs> James. No, oh, I can't do. A, I can't do. A, I can't do any accents. But it doesn't stop me, Will, because you got to believe in the. No, no, I, I. You always go into it really strong, which is what James Bond would want. Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out, are they really worth the hype? They may be likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name is Hugh, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Will. Oh no, Hugh, this is the first time ever you've done that in one take, so I thought I could take the final bite of my tea. I've got so much giant potato in my mouth. I mean, I should try and cover for you, but I'm not going to. You're Sorry, listeners, just wait. Will is going to wash it down with a very fancy-looking glass, I have to say. Ooh! Okay, I was... This has completely scuppered everything I'd planned, right? <laughs> so, hi, you. How are you? Hi, Will. How oh, are my you? God, that was the most stressful beginning. Um, so, I thought I could finish my jacket potato in time. That wasn't the case. I also... what The fancy-looking drink I have here... I made myself a Vespa Martini, which is the first drink that James Bond makes in the books. Mm. And holy moly, it's so strong. And But is it good with a jacket potato? Um, it, to be honest, that was more of a practical sip. That wasn't like a, a tasty one. So I'll go for a little... Here we go. Can you hear the drink? That was a, that was a sort of a, a washing out the mouth one, yeah. Okay. Whereas this one... So this is gin, vodka, and a little bit of vermouth, and what's meant to be a, a peel of lemon, but I only had a lime. But I figured, what's green yeah. and yellow between friends? I burped mid-sentence. You could cut it out, but I don't think you should show that I'm fallible. You know what I mean? We're in a slightly uh, unusual position this week, uh, Will, in that we're allowing one of our producers to step into the role of, of I guess, co-host or guest this evening. Um, yeah, yeah. So hi, Michael. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here with a vote this week on this side of the mic. God, that didn't um, take you long to take. It didn't take you long to yeah. make it very clear what power you have on the podcast, did it? Straight, yeah. Yeah, straight in. Straight in. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That, that's why. No, I'm uh, No, that's a good, it's a good idea when you're working with people. It's always good to immediately explain what authority you have. Yeah. You know? To declare it. To declare it so we're yeah. all... Yeah, yeah. So just so we're all clear. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, who is getting a phone call? On my hotel phone. <laughs> please go and answer it. I really want to know what's happening. Ask yeah. them about Ask them about James Bond, Hugh. Please ask them about James Bond. Hello. Please just ask them about James Bond. Who's their favourite Bond? Hello? Who is your favourite Bond? That's very mysterious. I presume I'm about to be killed. Yeah, that's the... Uh... There's no one there. No one there. No one there. Is it... Were they, were they medically trained? Ah, come on trained? now. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is, this has never happened before in the pod. Yeah. Hello? This... Michael, is this no... you? Just to be like, well, look what happens when I don't produce. <laughs> I wish I'd, I wish I'd thought of that. I'm, I'm not answering the next time. Well, that'll be the, that'll be the only time, because as you know, you only ring twice. Huh? <laughs> him he'd set himself up for the joke he found out your hotel room wow do you know what i was very much against michael being a guest but hey he's he talked me around real quick oh no okay okay is there a pun on the third ring yeah so i'm i'm uh i'm I'm looking forward to being produced as well uh by uh very talented very able (laughs) on you 
who's who's also joining us. Hi, Michael. Um, I find it a bit scary that you know it's it's like you know when Hitler managed to erode the. Uh, I can yes. Wait to hear this. Yeah, no, no problem. What is going on? Yes, at lunch. Yeah. At lunch? What is happening? What's Hugh yeah. organising? Okay. Hugh, ask them what their favourite bond is. Okay, okay. No, that's no problem at all. Yeah, we'll, we'll sort something else out. It's a bit of ask a problem. About bond. We're trying to, ask trying them to run about a bond. podcast here. You have to do it, Hugh. Okay. Ask them about bond, oh, please. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Okay, so we might try that. That's perfect. Thank you very much. You absolute <laughs> coward. You absolute coward. The fact you didn't ask them about Bond. So what's going on at lunch tomorrow, Hugh? Well, not much, no. <laughs> no, that's not... We're not moving on. What's happened? What? What? <laughs> My lunch reservation has been cancelled. I don't think in a sinister, like... I, it's not like in a Bond film where they're like, his reservation's been cancelled because he's dead. The reservation has yeah. been cancelled because the restaurant isn't open at that time. Mr. O'Connor, perhaps you would be more comfortable with the reservation for one. Hugh, <laughs> <laughs> are you trying to say this, there's no time to dine? Oh, yeah, as, you, as you'll know, I'm always Beautiful. comfortable with the reservation for one. Yeah. Beautiful. That's amazing. I love it, Will. What well I was done. saying before you went off was I find it a bit scary. Like It's like, you know, when um, Hitler managed to erode all the, like, <laughs> the safety, safety nets within Germany to allow him to retain power. Yeah. And Michael yeah. has sort of done that. Like, he's just, he's, yeah. He's, he's Indira Gandhi'd his way into this. He's declared a state of emergency. <laughs> yeah. And is refusing to step down from the presidency. Yeah. So we're here to talk about uh, James Bond, the James Bond franchise. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> well, 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 we'll kick off. Who wrote the script for You Only Live Twice? Whoa. Are we jumping straight into the We're quiz? We're straight, without... straight into the quiz. Straight into the quiz. First time buzz. listeners. I don't know how this What's works. This? Do we have to buzz? I've never been through the quiz before. Well, buzz. Michael, you've done it every week for, I mean, I think. Now, buzz. Uh, so just hold on a second, right? I'm going I'm to say Michael probably knows this because Michael has a lot of knowledge and bond. So. Yeah, a lot of knowledge, a lot of opinions. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly didn't listen to the question because I, I, I suddenly, well, mainly because I'm drunk, but also because for the first time listener who a doesn't know who Michael is, b doesn't know that we always start with a quiz. Just, just we start with a quiz. That's easily explained. Secondarily, Michael is like the Carl Pilkington of our podcast, <laughs> but he has more authority. Carry on. But this time he's come back for like a different thing he's just hanging out uh who wrote who wrote the screenplay for you only live twice so presumably it's someone who in the same way that so ian fleming despite writing lots of bond books also wrote the screenplay for chitty chitty bang bang which is quite yeah. a famous fact so it's, I think. it's a so similar presumably, fact yeah it's another one who of someone who we know for something else yeah i'm pretty sure it was roald dahl right wow yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Roald Dahl wrote yeah. uh, the script for you, yeah. of choice, and yeah, my follow-up. I, I, I fans... came here. I came here to play, or or I didn't come here to play. What? How does that phrase work? You came work? here to work. I, you're yeah, expecting I came, to be paid, basically. I, is that I came here from work. <laughs> yeah. I honestly okay. would not be surprised work. if we got an invoice from Michael after this for an appearance, an appearance <laughs> fee. Michael, I had a feeling that you were a bit of a Bond nerd, so I had to make the questions quite tricky and. Not very fun. I had a more fun one done where I made a Bond girl names, but I knew you'd rumble me. So, uh, yeah. Uh, we, well, we have to hear <laughs> that wanna, anyway. I want to hear that one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll come back to it in a second. Um, Fantastic. But in the meantime, Michael, what does Spectre stand for? Michael? They're, they're, our team name is not Michael. I'll be back to you two with a fun, a fun little question that I've invented <laughs> later. Um, I, don't, I don't know if I have this exactly, but it's, but it's on you. It's something like the special executive for uh what is it counterterrorism revenge and extortion what was the first like what that? was the first bit why would they be counterterrorism they're full in fully in favor of terrorism yeah sorry maybe not counterterrorism no but it depends Michael, how you define Michael, what, terrorism what did, you, what did you say the s and the e sound the s and the, the s- p sorry was it special executive yeah for uh, it's not counterterrorism, you're right, Hugh, but it, it ends with re- re- revenge and extortion, doesn't it? Terrorism, revenge, and extortion. Michael, that's yeah. very impressive. It's special executive for counterintelligence, terrorism, revenge, and extortion. There we go. I knew there's a counter in there. Is counterintelligence stupidity? 
Yeah, I suppose. Do you work in counterintelligence, Michael? <laughs> That's more of a hobby, no, I just... think, really. <laughs> <laughs> when you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. Um, so here is another one for the for the gang. In which Bond movie does Bond only kill one person? That's okay. A- that's a good it's question. Not, not any of the Daniel Craig ones. They are a bloodbath. They're an absolute bloodbath, the Daniel Craig ones. It's not any of the Brosnan ones either. Was there like a, a Bond Christmas special, maybe? Where it's, <laughs> he's trying to get a present for M and he accidentally runs over. He backs over someone in the car. Like a Santa, <laughs> a mall Santa. Is that it? I don't know the answer, but I'm going to guess something like from, from Russia with Love. Because that's like a proper kind of hard-boiled... Uh, spy movie. Um, I'm gonna guess Moonraker because if you spend your time raking the moon, you're not mm, much time for Moonraker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's the wrong. <laughs> I was going to sing. Dun, 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 dun. No, but it's not. It's the man with the golden gun. Not. not I thought you were gonna go. I was trying to do. I was trying to do Goldfinger. Um, and then one for the boys. I had to cobble this together on the spot. So three Bond girls. Okay. Two are real. I've, in- yeah. I've invented one of them. I think Cobble This Together was a Bond girl, wasn't she? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've Molly Warmflash. <laughs> Michael, you're not allowed to answer these, okay? That's fine. I'll, sit, I'll sit in the sidelines. <laughs> Ginger Eclair. <laughs> and Plenty O'Toole. <laughs> I, I have oh. to say, I actually know the answer to this as well, so I'm going to leave it to Will. Okay. <laughs> If Molly Warm Flash is one, uh, that can't be. That can't be. Warm Flash is possibly the worst combination of words I've ever heard. Oh, and, and only to clarify, is Ginger, that's Ginger E. Claire. Is it E as a middle initial? No, no, no. Her surname is E. Claire. Oh, God. When you made what's that up, the, it, would, it would have been funnier if you made E as a middle initial. No, no. What's, well, I didn't make it up. Oh, very good. She's very good. And what was the other one? I've, I, plenty the other O'Toole. One? Nut, nuts McKee? Okay. So we've got Molly Warflash, Plenty O'Toole, and Gingery Claire. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I'm going to say Gingery Claire is made up. You're, you're absolutely right. Gingery Claire is not real. Uh, oh, my God. 100%. That was a complete guess, Anya. That was the best... Guess yeah. three round we've ever had. That, that really <laughs> and, and Will, I just want to say, Will, whatever you may have to say as a con for James Bond, just remember the joy you got out of the last 40 seconds, okay? Because it wouldn't have happened without And Bond. maybe the listeners would like... Usually I put a lot of work into inventing the incorrect answer, but I did use a Bond girl name generator, which has been a lot of fun. So we also had oh, ba- Bambi Butterworth was, was another one. Uh, Fanny Belvedere... <laughs> Was another wonderful one. Uh, uh, some of them are frankly unrepeatable, and frankly unrepeatable is probably frankly one unrepeatable of them. is one of them. Uh, dinky win. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I, can this be the rest of the episode, please? Uh, do you know what movie they were in? Plenty of tool and Molly Warflash. Molly Warflash is Molly Warflash is a doctor. She's in. Uh, she's in the beginning of the world is not enough. I think. Yeah. Dr. Uh, Molly Mike, I'll, I'll hand over to you. Plenty of Tool was in a Connery film. Because um, she says her name is Plenty of Tool and he says, Name for your father, I assume. Um, yeah. And I think, was that Goldfinger? Name for your father, I assume. Is that like, yeah. is that like saying, Oh, your dad probably had a, di- a big dick? Is that what he's saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. I think that was the original script. Yeah, yeah. And Connery punched That's it the up. That's weirdest, like, yeah. when, when scripts do that and they write in their own. Yes, yeah. like <laughs> writing in jokes. a setup like that. that yeah. it's, it's not like it's not like that's a well-known name. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. oh, imagine someone had that name, and this is the the good like get you that I would do to that name. She's yeah. actually she was in Diamonds Are Forever. Okay, okay. Yeah. I um, I think it's one of the worst Bond girl names. It's really hard. It's truly too. horrible. Well, yeah, Pussy Galore though, obviously, right? I mean, that's right there. That's that's. Yeah, but I think that's that's, 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 that's at least kind of funny. Like Plenty of Tools is just kind of kind of crude. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit gross, isn't yeah. it? Sorry, you think Plenty of Tool is more crude than Pussy Galore? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it is a bold stance on you. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I think uh, you guys, well, some of you obviously know your bond very well. Um, do you want to set out your opening stalls? Do you guys want to let Michael go first as a guest? Or do you want, like, I mean, how do you want to, how do you want to play this? Yeah, sure. I'll go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, look, op- opening statement. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Bond movies. I'm gonna, only going to vote one way on this. Um, I think it is You honestly point. sound like you are giving evidence to the Senate. <laughs> or leading a Brexit campaign. Yeah, so. sorry, as you yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'd say, so I, I probably watch about an average of one Bond movie a month, and I have done for pretty much all my, all my life. Um, and they're kind of the ultimate in comfort viewing um, for me. They're always fun to watch. Um, and even when I'm not actually watching, they're kind of playing in my head. So I've got a lot, I'd say I have an advanced level of knowledge of the films, of what's in, the, you know, and then maybe a passing level of knowledge of the production of the films and the literary character, etc. Um, that's where I am. I'm, I'm, you I'm, very I'm nearly passed fan. as a human there. And until you said they're always playing in my head, <laughs> I, that was such a normal thing to say. And then I was like, whoa, terrifying. Okay. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Is your when inner I, monologue? What bond? Yeah. yeah. What's on at the moment? No, like when I'm waiting for a bus or a oh train or whatever, I just like my eyes just sort of start to flick, and a you know a Bond movie comes on. Will, what about you? My opening stance is conflicted because I like very much. I'm like, ah, it's fine, but it has its problems. It's just a big historic film franchise. Who cares? However, my brother-in-law is such a huge fan. That I feel like, apart from him, like you know, being interesting and having a personality, him and Michael would get on very well. Um, he, his dad has like a James Bond bar in his house, and like they're huge fans. They know all the trivia, and they make me like it more. So if I say that James Bond is not a legitimate like, I, I <laughs> he has said that he will not talk to me anymore. Your sister so, have to get divorced. I feel like she'll take his side because he's great. Okay, so, she'll divorce you. Yeah. So that that is a worry, but my my inkling is to be like, ah, James Bond, schmames yeah. schmond. Ooh. And if they if they if they do break up, I'll just be there waiting, with my knowledge of Bond. Okay, explain explain that. Carry on. Presumably, with that. it's his knowledge of and his love for James Bond that. Um, yeah. So sort of attracted. So your joke to here is that you're going to abandon your two children and your your partner and. Yes. And get with my sister, who will be fine with that. Yeah. It would be a minor slide on you, but yeah, I think it'd be worth it. Michael has has a bad yeah. history of this, don't you? You have gone after people's sisters before. Well, okay. We, okay. Let's just we, well, let's we, come back to that in one second. I just want to know. First of, all, after. first of all, I'm glad that your <laughs> the the effect on Will is obviously the most important one. Why, when hmm. that relationship breaks up, why aren't you going for the one who loves Bond? That's yeah. true. That's true. That's true. It makes no sense there, yeah. to get with yeah. Will's sister, except to continue in your in your yeah. apparently on your in your master plan to get with people's sisters. <laughs> yeah, didn't know this was like a character trait. Yeah, Anya, tell us all, please. No, we're good. We're fine with this. It's okay. <laughs> I I can't remember the exact details, but I just think in our younger years, Michael had a history of uh, seducing. <laughs> people's sisters boyfriends no people's boyfriend sisters look everyone is someone's sister's boyfriend okay <laughs> that's just the way it works okay like that's you know do you know what? All, he's sounding more and more like a senate hearing we all you? have right. and we more all and more mothers. like james bond yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i can safely say michael that i i i don't think my sister or brother-in-law regardless of how their relationship goes which, you know, is one of the best I've seen. Regardless of if that falls apart, I, I don't think you'd be up there on the list. We'll see, we'll see. So he's got, he's got a bar, he's got a James Bond memorabilia bar. His, I've his got, dad does. I found a rock that's shaped like James Bond's gun. There you go. <laughs> okay. I did. Okay. No, that, that he, is true. I was there. Was and, and while I, in fact, I might have to put that down as a pro of Bond. Um, but yeah, we'll have to show it. We'll put it up on the Instagram because Michael actually sent me a message just the other day. He found this maybe 10 years ago and he sent me a message the other day saying he was clearing out his desk and there was a picture of, I mean, it. it is actually very impressive. Where did you find Thank it, you Michael? Very much. 
I found it in the Dublin mountains, uh, which is where I go looking for things that are shaped like guns. Was it like, are we talking like it looked like a Walther PB7? Yeah, yeah, it really does. It really does. Like in it looks specifically its, like that gun. Specifically like that. In its natural state, I have not altered this at all. I mean, I'm really talking it up now. <laughs> we're going to put up a picture of our yeah, yeah, yeah. But it does. What size it is does. it? It's exactly the same size and everything. I'm, I mean, it's uh, exactly the same size. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah <laughs> how it do is. you know? It's because. <laughs> well, how do you know? It's, it's like got the, it's, it's got the good the good hand feel on it. You know. Now, good hand feel is a is a bomb girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! It's a rich well, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's no, this. she she was in a she was in another <laughs> series. The David Niven one, I think. Yeah. So I don't think that's strictly canon. Um, I haven't given my opening position, and maybe no one cares. Um, but uh, do, do you want to get with my sister? Oh my god! I am so sorry, but Michael's just sent the picture, which is what I suspected. It's just a picture of a fucking rock. It's just a rock. It doesn't look anything. It looks vaguely like a gun. Fine. And why is it on what looks like a trans pride flag? That's what I thought it was. I thought it was you making some statements. <laughs> <laughs> that he wants to shoot shoot through what I mean what is this a declaration of war or support a violent support I can't believe I think it's quite impressive Will I think it's quite impressive it's it's that, yeah it's I mean it, you're wrong you're like you're just wrong that's it's just a rock it's a rock that looks a bit like a gun if you hold it the did right you ever way. pretend to shoot with it <laughs> yes <laughs> I mean literally when I found it in my desk the other day I did <laughs> Make little pew pew noises. Gosh. Yeah, that's how guns sound. To be Hugh, honest. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Hugh. Would you like to? That, give but that is that is the... my my aim. One day is to find is to find a silencer, a rock that's in the shape of a silencer, <laughs> like a glue to it. Yeah, which for you is just any rock, apparently, because you don't understand shapes and how they relate to the real world. I do think it's quite impressive, and Anya agrees too. Well, so I think the rock is a legitimate like. Glad that it's in the record. Hugh, would you like to give your your, your opening position on Bond? Sure. Um, I have watched all the Bond films, except the newest one. Haven't seen the newest one. and Couldn't be bothered going to the cinema for it. I would have probably if it hadn't been COVID and all that. But uh, yeah, didn't go to see the newest one. I've seen... Oh, no, I haven't seen Die Another Day either, because everyone says it's absolutely appalling. There are a couple of the older ones that I feel I've probably never watched in full, but I've seen in total over... Uh, over my life and uh yeah like i i enjoyed uh several of them uh but i wouldn't wouldn't really seek many of them out now i think there are a couple of great ones um but i think they are the more recent ones when they got away from the traditional bond so i think i prefer the bond films that are less bond filmy but we'll see okay um so i suppose as it stands we've won super fan one fan under duress and one one fence sitter i think mm. i did ask you guys to have a think just as a little bit of light entertainment for the gang uh which gadget gadget would you want q to give you so in die another day the way in the car turns invisible yeah, right of course and as i recall i've not looked it up but as i recall like it reflects everything that's around it mm-hmm. so it reflects everything that you'd expect to see right yeah. that's how it does the invisibility yeah, yeah. um so Q should make Bond or me a mask that you you wear a mask and it reflects the face that you're looking at. Because cool. imagine, imagine you're like trying to bust into an embassy and you turn around a corner and there's a guard expecting you. He goes to shoot you, but he sees his own face. Oh, wow. Yeah. That gives you a couple of seconds. That's all Bond needs, man. Hmm. Wow. Michael, what about you? Great- Gadget. That is a great gadget. Well, you really yeah, put the thought good. into it. You really did. I that's, did. That's also, good. I asked my mum what she would say, and she said a propeller hat that would make her fly. <laughs> that's adorable. <laughs> Can, why, why, why does she go like propeller hat as opposed to like jetpack or something? Well, that, you'd be so like, happy she must, to carry must be around. lifted directly from her head. Yeah, yeah, man. I don't know, but I, I had to share it once she'd said it. <laughs> Michael, what are you going for? Um, so, I mean, we'll put a lot of thought into this and came up with them. I'm, I'm, I'm picking a, a pre-existing gadget. It's the, it's the plane that flies out of a horse's arse. That, that would be the one that I would pick. Um, yeah, from uh, 
God, what's that from? That's from Octopussy, I think, right? Yeah, so it's a it's a it's a very small plane that's concealed within a horse that uh, that the this sort of hindquarters of the horse flip up and the plane flies out and Bond goes out with it. That's what I pick because that would be an amazing way to exit from any kind of situation. Just be like, oh, Michael's brought his horse, and then I don't know what happens in Octopussy, but what on earth are you talking about? It's. I mean, it it is as described. It is. A, it is. It is a artificial hindquarters. Well, how big horse is the horse? The it's a very small plane. I think you're. you're, you're but Bond <laughs> is in the plane. <laughs> he's he in yeah, a very it's... small plane. It's bigger than a normal. Yeah, horse. He's, a, he's a big man. <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. Yeah, yeah. But it's 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 one of the highlights of the series, and that's the one that I would pick. Yeah. Sorry, I have no idea if you're doing some sort of silly no. joke. <laughs> Or if there's just like a scene where he gets shrunk down and has to go inside a horse no, no, no. to save. Yeah, Bonnie I shrunk the bond. Yeah. For some reason, on this mission, Q has equipped him with a, a horse box a that has a fake horse. hindquarters of a horse. And when Bond needs to escape, the, the, the arse flips up and a yeah. small jet comes no, out and he no, flies Michael, away. And I appreciate this might have been covered while my zoom froze there, but... How big is the horse? And I know you've said it's a small it's a plane, horse. but Bond is a human. So if it's a it's horse a, box, how big is the horse? Is he driving a gigantic horse box? It's, it's a, no, it's a very small plane. It is, yeah, but I, it fits a person. Yeah, how small a, can it be? Yeah, it's like a like little, no uh, plane that can fit a person can fit inside a horse. But is it in the horse's bottom? It is. It's, it's, <laughs> It's it's like the way Batman comes out of his Batcave. Bond comes out. It's not the bat. The Batcave is absolutely massive. The horse is a horse. (laughs) That's true. Michael, of all the things that you could do, like you could have the Aston Martin and or the pen with the and you want to fly out of a horse's ass. (laughs) Like, if I just drove around an Aston Martin, people are like, there's Michael, thinking he's great. Whereas if I fly out of horses, ours, every time I leave somewhere, you make a name for yourself. Okay, no, okay, what's happened in the time that you've been talking about this is I've Googled and YouTubed the video, Mm -hmm. right? It's not in a horse's ass. There is is a false horse bum, Hugh, that lifts up. And, like, a one-person plane comes out with foldable wings. That is so different to a plane being rectally inserted inside a horse. Those are to- so different, Michael. But it happens It happens so fast, it might as well be the same thing. It doesn't know? happen that fast. It happens slowly enough for me to see. You also made it sound like it was just, like, on a local farm. Like, it, it, you didn't give us any context. I, I, I think believe. you've misled this committee. You, you've totally misled it. Like we wouldn't be able to work it out. Hugh, you guys are just jealous because I picked the best gadget in the whole no, series. No, you didn't. No, what you picked was a plane and a pantomime horse's bum. Those are the two things that you've picked and you only get one of them. Yeah. Well, I'm sticking with them. Hugh, what would you like? Are you still looking for my opening position on Bond? <laughs> I, I mean, I think mine is going to come down to the fact that I don't, while I think Michael definitely wants to be James Bond, I unsurprisingly don't because it, his job sounds both hard and scary, which I don't really have much time for. And so my gadget, I'd like one that would just help me a bit in sort of general day-to-day life. So I sort of want Q's gadget version of, it's a combination of the summoning charm in Harry Potter and the control F on your keyboard, basically. So it's whatever, it's so... I don't know, is it like a big claw, but then it, it pulls you towards whatever you're... Because genuinely, there are times when I'm in my room looking for, looking for something, and in my head, I, I get halfway towards thinking Control F. Um, so that's what I'd like, just how to I've find things. I've thought of Accio as Control F. Michael, do, do you, so you want to be Bond? Is that at the root of this? No, I mean, look, there are, there are definitely certain... Uh, aspects of the character that are really impressive the assertiveness the sort of he always knows what to do but Bond himself this is one thing about the films like while I really like the films and I you know I really enjoy Bond himself he's awful like he's a a psychopath he he seems to be a would be an awful person to know Um, and yeah I think I think you need to you need to that's why he's good at his job though I guess isn't it is he though? Is he? Is he really good at his job? You know, I just wonder. I I often wonder, like with MI six, what's the backup plan here, right? Like basically, their I think Bond to... is the backup plan, though, isn't he? Like what, he goes in after another double O has been killed. He's not double O one, yeah. 
But would you like to be a secret agent, Michael? Who says I'm not? Me, that is, because I wouldn't blow my cover like this. But uh, yeah, of course I would. But it's also an unusual personality trait because you also can't get any public praise for it. So you kind of need to be mm. a, a narcissist without any narcissistic. Qual- like it's it's a very unusual personality type that you oh, that's that you want. Like point, obviously yeah. Bond thrives off the excitement, but you can most people like that want uh, the recognition of it. The, the recognition, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. He, he's so kind right. of living in the shadow world, you know. Well, and I guess maybe that's why he get he gets all of his satisfaction from vices, I suppose. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I obviously like in the spirit of Bond, the the only woman on the podcast, we're not actually letting have any agency. But <laughs> what do you think, Anya, of Bond generally? What's your Um I can never follow the plots. Um and I do, I, I have no real interest in the older ones I uh, you know, if one was on, I would instantly change the channel. And I've enjoyed the ones I've gone to. But I mean, I don't want to be that guy. But it is very problematic and continues to be, even when it's really not acceptable to be anymore. Um, yep. I, I mean, you, no, I think it's very important to be that guy. I think that guy <laughs> is an important guy to be. Uh, and but specifically, it is a guy. Yeah. All right? Yeah? They're, they're dreadful. But I think... I think I... So I think it's improved in one way in that I think in the Daniel Craig films, I haven't seen the most recent ones. I don't think there is the same. I don't think Bond, and I'm willing to be corrected here. I don't think Bond treats women in the same way, in the same Mm. literally use and discard. But they still don't have any good female characters. Judi Dench is very good as M, but there's no main female characters in them. I I think who, who... who again exist on their own merit I think maybe they've tried to but they haven't tried very hard what bothers me about it is that you know like say if you watch something like Orange is the New Black and you have this huge ensemble cast of like incredibly Mm. talented women so it's like we know that there are female actors out there and I mean I I know what the whole thing is oh it's meant to be a fantasy but it's like well it's a fantasy for who it's a fantasy for kind of very male gaze yeah a very male gaze kind of quasi-toxic fantasy where you can like oh no he's not he's not gay he's not uh, no if you'd like bond you're not gay if you like bond there's no gay but even you know <laughs> no. uh, in was it uh quantum of solace where strawberry fields gets covered in oil and thrown on the bed i mean even the way a lot of the time these people meet their death is quite sexualized and it is a bit yeah totally you know there, there's something a bit but so what i would like to see is like why are they casting say leah delaria i don't know if you know her the uh the lesbian actress uh, who you might know from Orange and the Black, and what else she mm. in? Mm. But like, I mean, I mean, or like, I, I'm just picking her at yeah, random. Oh, she's brilliant, and I mean, being perfectly honest, <laughs> yeah, I, I would never have thought of her as Bond, but I guess that's the that's part of the problem. I hate when I hear that thing of like it's a fantasy because that's the same logic that the mm. same guy who wouldn't let there be trans models for Victoria's Secret because it quote unquote interfered with the fantasy. Like whose whose fantasy is this? Was what I'm asking. I have to say that I've never. <laughs> Maybe I'm, I've lived under a rock. I haven't heard this fantasy thing. I mean, I totally understand what it is, but I don't, I don't get that. Again, maybe that's just because being James Bond seems terrible to me. Seems like an you, awful thing. Okay, well, I, I think where it raises its head, sorry, not to derail things, is you know where people say, why is there not a female Bond? And people say, oh, because Bond is a man. And that's the fantasy, I, you know? That, y- yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's a really... I think it's an interesting one because in one way I'm like, yeah, obviously like there there should be a female bond in one way. And yet in another way I'm like, but why, I don't know, maybe, maybe just make a better film with a female spy. Like the Bond films have a certain ceiling, you know, I think, and that's why I think like, I think Casino Royale is great and I think Skyfall is great, but I think they're not, they're not really your classic Bond films. They became more like, yes, they're spy films, but they don't really have... Like, I never... I don't enjoy the silly Bonds. You know, an awful lot of people love the Roger Moore Bonds. And I was like, I, I, I don't... You know, I, I don't get that. You know, if I'm going to watch a silly spy film, I want to watch more like a... Like, I want to watch Leslie Nielsen do it, you know, <laughs> rather than a... I don't know. I, I, I say for... I don't, I don't understand the pushback against... Their, I, I know what you're saying. Maybe they should just make another thing with a female Bond. But I always think at the root of that, like, why don't men want that? And is it because they don't want to see women act the way they act or the way it's considered acceptable for them to act, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I think you're right. It's like, yeah, the the argument could be like, make another thing. But 
you have a huge cultural institution yeah. where you can where you change have all the money things. and you have everything. Yeah, yeah, you have everything. Also, if they made if they made a bond different in some way, mm. like it would it would have huge implications. Also, it would bring a whole new group of people to the franchise. And I think that the arguments against it fall down so quickly because it's like you're like, oh, Bond's a character and this is how he's described. Well, which Bond has a three centimetre or three inch scar down his right cheek? Because that's how he's described in the books. It's like that argument falls down. And I think you, you I, I see what you're saying, Hugh. But for me, it's like you have the platform that is so strong. You could do something interesting and progressive and cool. Mm. With it. And the most recent film like sort of started that discussion I think with like you know 007 being a a, a a thing that identifies the person in that role rather than actually the identity of the person but it, it just it could do better I think mm. and yeah I think I, I agree I think um I think so so firstly like very few franchises have have survived as long as Bond has right it's 60 60 years for the films anyway basically close on 60 years and part of the, part of the reason for that is that the the, the, it's the broccoli family have been so uh, kind of reasoned or so so tightly controlling of how uh, of of the types of films that are made. But the problem with that is then you have no kind of experimentation. You have no real um, sort of reflection of how the world has changed. And and let's say so, so you know there's an entire point to be made around why is Bond always uh, a straight white male. Um, but the, the you know another more you know another point is that Quentin Tarantino for example wanted to make a Bond film for about ten years he when when Pierce Brosnan was finishing up as, oh, as Bond really? Tarantino a, a, approached them said that he wanted to make a Tarantino period piece starring Pierce Brosnan as James Bond and I, I suppose what I'm saying is I don't know if that film would have been any good and Wing to Bed it would have been amazing <laughs> but we just never got to see that you know and and what's the cost like what what like if that had flopped it would have been terrible. Would they not have made another bond? I don't think so. I think, but I do think, on. Michael, and I remember having this conversation. I don't know if it was you, with you, or with someone else, but it was certainly with a Bond fan when Casino Royale came out, or maybe it might have been Skyfall. It might have been that one, and I thought it was just amazing. And whoever I was talking to, who was a Bond fan, was like, "Yeah, but it's not really a Bond film." And I was like, "Yeah, but it's a good film. It's really good. So is that not good? Like, and that can we not just shift from okay, maybe we didn't have all the silliness." But we yeah. have now a really good film, which is still yeah, part yeah. of the James Bond franchise. And so, yes, yeah. you change things. And it's funny because there is actually one of my favorite scenes in all of the Bond films is when, because I think, and, and it, it can often be the villain makes the, the, the film. And I also don't understand why there aren't any female Bond villains. I know there are some, like you have like Sophie Marceau is a, is a Bond villain. But again, she's Maybe. kind of the Bond villain girl. But they're Bond villain girls, you know? They're like the opposite yeah, yeah, yeah. of the Bond girl. You know, they don't have... Often, and so I think often it, sexualized and stuff. Yeah, like, like. And so I'd love, to see, I'd love to see that for a start. But Javier Bardem, who's in Skyfall, and who's, incre- and who's just an amazing actor, but there's this great scene where um, he, he, he has this monologue about rats eating each other, basically, and he walks down this long hall towards Bond. But he and Bond have a very sort of dangerous, homoerotic flirtatious start yeah. to their interaction. And it's like... That's cool, and you haven't done anything crazy there at all because yeah. most men certainly have the capacity of flirting slightly with other men, you know. So you've done nothing wild there, but you've just yeah. very slightly mixed things up there and possibly made a tiny bit of progress. You but, know? but even the fact that the, that the progress has to be so tempered, though, Hugh, as if yeah. like, yeah. oh, we can't upset our core demographic of like angry straight men <laughs> totally and yet, and yet it would make total sense for Bond to be bisexual in my opinion it would make yeah, yeah. Total, sense. Oh, total, how, total sense how good yeah. would He's, that be how great would that be would to watch perfect sense for him to be bi and so I loved how they leaned into that a bit there you know sorry that's my <laughs> rant on Bond sexuality but I, I think what I find frustrating though is like it's not as if this is some like indie production company where like the cat like I mean it's a massive franchise yeah. and, and they don't need to be worried about not selling it well, like yeah, no they could do the anything thing, yeah. and everyone's going to go and see it yeah but. yeah and like also you could make some i mean i just think it would be so interesting to go to something that was a bit different i mean totally yeah no absolutely so can i ask you guys just a quick fire round what's your favorite uh movie and your least favorite bond movie 
So Casino Royale and Skyfall, I think, are deadly. I think they're really, really cool. I particularly love when Judy Dench gets to go all home alone at the end of Skyfall and just <laughs> turn the house into a big booby trap. I like, think actually I, that's what the script said. In terms of least favorite bonds, I don't like so many of them. To be honest, like about <laughs> sixteen of them, I think probably just are all in a big clump of least favorites. So, yeah, I I don't really. I don't really care for any of them pre-Daniel Craig. Like, the first Bond that I saw was Pierce Brosnan, and I remember being like, whoa, what a cool film, but mostly it was The Invisible Car. And then uh, Casino Royale is my favourite. It, it's just unbelievable. I, I, I think it opened my it's eyes to really the Bond film. franchise. I, th- yeah. I think, though, the Daniel Craig ones are genuinely good films as opposed to just being a bit of fun. Well, Quantum of Disappointment was the worst. That is that is unbelievably terrible. That is so impressive that so much money can be put into something so substandard. Like so, it's so that film. Do you know the story with that film? Well, it was it was actually it was set in production during the Hollywood writers' strike. Um, so they had something like a quarter of a script. So they got a rock basically... that looked like a writer to create the <laughs> yeah. rest of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they. Uh, yeah, they basically. I, th- I think Daniel Craig himself ended up having to write a good portion of the script. Yeah, I think they started producing the it. There was no like they were filming it, and yeah. there was no script basically. Well, <laughs> yeah. that may, do you know what Daniel Craig should have done? Supported the fucking writers' strike. <laughs> yeah, that's what Bond yeah. would have done, probably. Yeah. No. Um, so, who would you guys like to see as the next Bond? So I'll I'll jump in on this one. I so firstly, right? Mm-hmm. He was actually considered. He was considered for for the role when Craig was, was considered as well. But Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill is right there. So if you're going really? with the classic yeah. kind of, uh, you know, classic mold of Bond, he's, he's right there. And he's probably a little old at this stage, but he's, he's, he's perfect for it. And he was also, I don't know if you saw The Man From U.N.C.L.E., but he basically auditioned for Bond in that, and he was very, very good. Um, I think probably a better choice would be Regé Jean Page, who is... Um, the lead for Bridgerton. Oh, uh, he's yeah. I would. I would. Now, now I will say both of those guys. They are. I think they're the top one and two in terms of the odds. So I'm not giving you any, you know, any sort of hot take there. If you want my actual take, yeah. My my mm-hmm. the person I would cast would be yeah. uh, Justice Secretary Dominic Rab because he looks like Bond. He does. He does. Um, wow! Every time I see okay. him, I think it's 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 James Bond from the books. Yeah, I suppose he's probably been responsible for the same amount of deaths as Bond. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at him here. I kind of I buy it. I buy it, Michael. Yeah, in fairness. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the campaign starts here. The groundswell starts here. I don't. I don't know that Bond. I really want to be part of the campaign. For him, for okay, anything. Do you know what? If a, God damn it, if, if a Tory campaign began, it would probably end up happening. Well, that's the that's thing Because the way well. the world fucking works at the moment. So. Bond definitely votes Tory. Why? You know, why, so. would you, why would you bring Dominic Raab into it and just ruin the mood? I, like, he, I was on a happy he, drunk for a while after that martini, but now I'm sad. Well, who would you like to see as Bond? Well, yourself, I presume. Oh, I'd want Pretty to put Pretty Patel to be Bond. <laughs> Another monster, fantastic. No, I'd like an I'd like a nice person to be Bond, not Dominic Raab. Um, my choices would be either Idris Elba. Yeah, I thought that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, incredible in Luther, incredible in The Wire. Uh, uh, it feels like continuing the Daniel Craig grittiness. Like yeah. he could fuck you up, but he's such a good actor. Yeah, uh, he'd be great. Same vibe, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Because put him in anything, <laughs> it'll be better. Also, it's I think Dwayne work. the Rock Johnson would add the silliness back to Bond a little bit as well. Yeah. Also, if Dwayne the Rock Johnson played <laughs> played James Bond, he'd have to do an English accent. And they would have to put him rock bottoming someone into the franchise, and I'd love that. <laughs> um, the final choice would be Olivia Coleman because she should be in everything. Oh, amazing choice! Yeah, Michael, if you yeah. had to pick a woman for it, who would you, who would you pick? Oh, I mean, I think I think Charlize Theron would be. Oh yeah, amazing choice. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I I I, I agree. Um, Anya, who are you casting? Um, 
I I, th- I think they're all very good. I think Idris Elba would be my top pick. I think he would be excellent. Uh, and I think he is just such a watchable actor. Also, so sexy. Like, because Bond <laughs> has to be sexy, right? Like, he's so sexy. Hugh, who would yeah. you pick to, uh, if you could cast Bond, who are you picking? Going to give you a man and a woman. Um, so the man is, I mean, it's, it's kind of the obvious one. Because again, much as people have always said, like... Oh, can you have a, a woman Bond? Also, can you have a black Bond? I do think Idris Elba would just have been unbelievable Bond. And I know everyone <laughs> says, oh, he's too old now because he's about 50 or something. I mean, he's still the most handsome man in the world and <laughs> looks like he's about 30. So, so I think you, could... you, you dropped out of the Zoom meeting. That is exactly what I said. <laughs> Will's exact word exactly he's just yeah, so yeah. sexy, is what Will said. I yeah, said it I twice. Just... I said he's so sexy twice. <laughs> Um, normally we'd, we'd edit through these bits but maybe we have to leave that in um, for a woman I think uh, I think Felicity Jones would be great good call I yeah. mean this isn't exactly the same role she played Stephen Hawking's wife in the uh, theory of everything she played a more action figure role so, in, in this isn't in... exactly the same role did you just say she did because play it more... sounds very different <laughs> she did play she was great in that she did play a more action figure role in Rogue One uh, one of yeah, the Star Wars uh, oh, ones, yeah, yeah. and so she's very cool. Um, I mean, t- to be honest, do you know? Well, no, I was going to say, but actually, I think she should be a Bond villain, Tandy Newton. I think <gasps> she, she would, would be, be an incredible Bond an villain. Incredible Bond. Villain. I think she'd be an amazing Bond. I think she'd be an amazing Bond. She's amazing at everything. Yeah, yeah. So she'd be cool too. Can I just say one of the scenes in it that traumatized me as, as a as a as a young a young child. Was, do you remember Goldeneye was one of the ones that came out when we were very young wouldn't it have been mm, yeah. I, I still yeah, have yeah. A, I still have a real soft spot for the film uh, but yeah. do you remember was there Xenia on the top yeah do you remember yep. that whole scene in the sauna that was so strange yeah. a sauna fight yeah classic sauna fight but I did yeah. like you, as a child like you just were like what what is the sauna fight though it's it's kind of it's it's just so it's it's ridiculous. Like I don't know if you guys if you guys have ever been in a fight in a sauna, but I'll tell you what, it is slippy in there. It is hard to get purchase. There's a lot of hot surfaces. It does not go like that, you know. <laughs> also, if you're trying to have a fight, if you're in a steam room, very hard to get purchase. In a sauna, one of the driest places you could be in. I don't think you've ever had a fight in a sauna. Okay, you've you've got me there. You've got me there. Yeah. yeah. It was actually I once I once had a disagreement in a humidor though so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you were, oh is this another thing where there was like there was like a boat in a cigar humidor and it flew out of the hole. <laughs> but it, it's also like and again you go back to the whole fantasy thing and it's like again I get horses for court well horses bottoms for courses bottoms and <laughs> like the whole thing of like Xenia on a top you know, strangling men with, with her, her thighs. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, whatever this is trying to do for me, it it's not doing it for me. You know, this is this is not Was me. was any on the top, was she meant to be attractive? And is that what they thought like you know, warm blooded men in the nineties wanted was to be Well no, you see you you've got in each by... in each film you tend to have different. This is and again. It goes back to the male gaze. You tend to have different flavors of uh, of sort of women. Um, so yeah, that's uh, how we look at women. Flavors. <laughs> yeah, but Zenia Anatov, played by I think it was Famke Janssen, right, uh, was very much the sort of uh, I guess alpha female, very ag- aggressive. You know, was a, a killing machine. Um, but then you had plenty of other women in the film as well. Um, so I think no, she was. Sorry, when yeah. you say plenty of other women, you had another Bond girl. In <laughs> yes. The film. Yeah, and Michael needs two things. Yeah. So, what do you think your favorite line ever has been from the entire franchise? And have you ever managed to use it in real life? So, no. My personal favorite is in Tomorrow Never Dies, where Bond is uh, he's, uh, he's consorting with a, 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 a Danish professor. And um, he uh, he gets a call from uh, from MI6, and he says, "I'm just brushing up on a little Danish," which I think is delightful. <laughs> oh. I'm yeah. just brushing up. That's yeah. horrible. So He's talking about explain yeah. that euphemism. Well, there it's some passionate necking. Yeah. 
Yeah, but... Oh, so it's like stubble rushing sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I very, mean, that is yeah. disgusting. If that happened to you in real life, I bet she went straight home and, like, WhatsApped all her friends to be like, I've just <laughs> met this you know, absolute... You know how, like, as a, as a parent at some point, you have to have the talk with your kids. Is that how, <laughs> like, is that how it's going to go? <laughs> when I a man loves a woman yeah. they will. sometimes you're going to be brushing up on a little danish okay make sure you have a pun in the barrel make sure <laughs> otherwise it's yeah. not real love a pun in the barrel yeah. and a plane in the horse <laughs> will do you have a favorite line yeah i think it's when uh when the the, the old guy goes after all this time and the other guy goes oh <laughs> That's my favourite. That's very good, Will. Michael won't get it because he doesn't have a soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't get yeah. it. <laughs> his, his Patronus would be a horse's butt. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I've changed my opinion at all on Bond. I don't think I've I don't think I've learned. I don't think I've grown. I don't think I've changed. Which, to be fair, is what happens in most Bond movies. Right. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna come to some decisions now. So, Michael, I want you to go first. I know we know where you're going. So you go first and, and lay out your case. Closing first. arguments. Closing arguments. Okay. Well, I'm gonna say two things. Firstly, there are the very first time few... Michael's ever had a vote here. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, they're, and they're, I'm not happy about it actually. No, I think this experiment, uh, much like the whole Bond yeah. franchise, has, can be deemed a failure. A yeah. toxic <laughs> failure. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are few media franchises this old that are actually. Michael always picks better. the weirdest positives. Do you remember when yeah, we were yeah, talking? Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you, Michael. I know I shouldn't interrupt you, <laughs> but do you remember I, when we were I, talking I about we Star Wars? And he said one of the best things about Star Wars is that it's everywhere. And you're like, yeah, like yeah. that's not a automatic so is good yeast. thing. Like, what are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? Exactly. Okay, sorry, Michael. Go on. Oh, it's Bond's really good because things. Bond's been around for a while. No, Go on, no. Yeah, yeah. What, what I'm saying is, it has been around for a while, but it's actually getting better. I think. I think the films that are being made now are better. Yeah, because than nothing the films else that is improved. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, I think. That's a I think really if you look point. at most of like the Bourne films fizzled out after what you know three, three or four of them. Um, yeah, exact comparisons. Star- yeah, Casablanca. Casablanca fizzled out after one, didn't it? The, the yeah. Star Wars films, I think. One we flew all over agreed. the cuckoo's nest. Fizzled out. What no, film? no, they're, they're great. But if they yeah. made if they had made twenty five more versions of Casablanca, there's no way anyone would still be watching them, right? What I'm saying is, at least Bond is still. Well, they would is, have if they put in more Marvel. rape, probably like the Bond <laughs> films. <laughs> but Michael, that's not a pro. No, all I'm saying is it's not resting on its laurels. It's getting, it is getting better. And the no, it's making colossal is, amounts of money every yeah. three years. But it, yeah, have a lot yeah, of the yeah. movies not been phoned in pretty hard? Uh, I think, I think if you go, you know, between the seventies and the nineties, yes, okay. yes, they were. But I think the current films are the best. Like, uh, you know, Casino Royale, Skyfall, and uh, No Time to Die are probably the you know three of the five best bond films made right so mm. they're they're still they're still putting up the numbers um and <laughs> Which the sort other thing means the rest of them were just <laughs> early drafts so if it's taken this yeah. long to get good at it then why have they continued making <laughs> yeah it? yeah that's 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 fair enough nope. but, you said that but the other thing okay. is whatever about the you know i i agree with all the criticisms in terms of representation and uh, just not reflecting the real world but i do think that on most counts it is actually getting better. It's taken far, far too long, but um, No Time to Die certainly was a step in a, right, in, in a lot of steps in a lot of right directions. Um, and so there, that's that's appealing to your, hopefully appealing to, to, to your intellectual side. For me, it's just, I love watching the films. I love it. Can't get enough of them. I'll always go to see Bond. I'll always go to the cinema. It's the only film I've seen in the cinema since COVID started. And uh, I'll keep going. Will you, you know? be eager so, for your kids to watch them in time, Michael? Uh, I'm not going to lie. One of them has already watched one of them. Yeah, yeah. Right, now, <laughs> how old yeah. is your eldest child? Two and a half. My God. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Which one? Which one? Early. Well, it, was about, it was about a year and a half ago as well. So it's really just sort of come in with the, come in with the DNA, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, so it's a legitimate like from Michael. Yes. So I think uh, Bond is... Uh, yeah, I think Bond's uh, mostly garbage, and I think uh, <laughs> there are. Although I don't know, I forgot. Actually, though, hang on, it's been around for a really long time. 
Well, it has. Mm. You know what? It has been so around actually, for a while. Be brilliant. I do. So I think. Yeah, I've no interest really in rewatching uh, most of the old films. There are some cool bits in some of them, um, but I think most of them look terrible now, and I think um, <laughs> I think most of them are terrible. Um, I think the like it's not even. I think you can look back at old films, and in terms of like you know women not being in films or women not being treated or respected in film. I mean, I think Bond is the epitome of that. Like, so many women are just assaulted in these films by your hero, and it doesn't make him less of the hero in the film. In fact, it's um, it's portrayed as making him a red-blooded, oh, it's, it's, heroic he's man. An, he's, an absolute, he's an absolute lad, lad, lad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, no interest. So, for me, it is not a legitimate like. So, it's one all. Now, Will... I understand that you want to be able to go and drink at your brother-in-law's dad's bar. And I understand that that's probably the biggest factor here. Before you vote, Will, I just want to let you know that if Bond isn't legitimate, like, I will make us do this again. Okay? So I just want to... Whoa, 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 whoa. You'll sort of take a a James Bond approach. (laughs) Hold on a second, Michael. You're not the producer here. Yeah, Michael. Anya, as a producer... I would like your permission uh, that I will edit this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I think you should both edit it and we can release (laughs) one. We have two cuts. (laughs) One of them is only Michael's dialogue. I'm doing a solo pod. I'm I'm, I'm branching out. (laughs) I, I feel like you've sort of put the nail in the coffin there, Michael, because that is exactly the approach of the James Bond franchise, which is... like we'll just keep remaking it until something sticks (laughs) and as much as I like deeply love my family and I think my brother-in-law is amazing and I'm so glad he's part of my life I like the idea is it a legitimate like is it legitimate to like it probably but there are other things huh that's good enough for me he said probably that's okay. That's a yes. Michael, if you could just um, shut up, please. You're not helping. You. You, I'm just going to mute Michael, actually. As <laughs> Michael, if you can't respect I, I... the rules. <laughs> oh, he's actually been muted. Hey. I kind of, well, I put him into a breakout room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really, I really, this is the most conflicted I've been, where, like, I just don't care about the topic, and I'm like, oh, put it in room 101, who cares, but... I really like my brother-in-law, guys. Uh, I, but, but you know, this podcast is, is bigger than just my family. It's the entire yeah. world. So, no, it's obviously not a legitimate, like, it's a silly spy thing. And, like, it's based on some random books. And there's just loads of money behind it. And I'm really sorry, Matt. And I've really enjoyed being close to you. But um, it was always going to end. So, you know, everything ends. Um, and uh, yeah, I've sacrificed my family ties just to uh, just to disagree with Michael. To be honest, the main thing that turned me around was that picture of Michael's. I, I can't emphasize the inverted commas enough. Gun. <laughs> that rock that you think looks like a gun uh, also looks a bit like an axe if you look at it the right way. And that's what we've done to James Bond. Yeah. yeah. Anya, I presume you would have joined us on the anti-Bond train. Yeah, I was kind of. I had an open mind, um, but I mean, I, I, I don't think, I don't think there. I mean, even apart from all the problematic stuff, I don't think they're that great yeah. as films. No, I mean that's yeah. that's the other thing I come down to is that there's a few good films and a load of rubbish. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. you have to sort of buy into the meta narrative of it, right? Which I always mm. think is a, a drawback. That if you're interested in the wider story of what Bond means, it means way more, which is fun for the people who do. But I don't know. Well, you guys might disagree with me, but there are plenty of uh, <laughs> angry male internet forums that I can go to to uh, sort of prop up my own opinions. Michael, I'm a bit worried this is the tipping point to you becoming massively radicalised into some weird (laughs) 4chan. I I, I, I just, you know, maybe maybe we need to, yeah. Yeah, the queue that Michael's been talking about is a totally different queue. Yeah. I'm going to launch my own cryptocurrency to fund Dominic Rab's run to become Bond. That's what I'm going to (laughs) do. 
Michael, that's the most evil thing that you've ever said. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on, Michael, and we'll hopefully see you back soon in your role as producer. Anya, thank you as always for producing the podcast. Yeah, you're very welcome. Thanks for having me. And Will, thanks for coming on with me again and continuing to dance this crazy dance. Oh, it's such a crazy dance. I'm very sad that I've split up my family, but, uh, you know, there are more important things in family. Yeah, like horses? Or... But one of them is drinking an entire Vespa martini during a podcast and not remembering, you know, anything from the short term. Thank you for listening to Legitimate Likes. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please let us know what you think of Bond. Please let us know what you think of Michael's rock that looks like a gun. Uh, please let us know if you've ever seen a plane fly out of a horse's backside. <laughs> Follow us, subscribe to us, rate and review us on Spotify and Apple Music. Uh, please tell your friends. Tell a friend to listen to the podcast this week. And let us know what you think. Get in touch with us on Instagram and on Twitter, at Legitimate Likes. And we'll see you next time. It's goodbye from me. And it's Christmas only comes once a year from me. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.